get those pins and all that good stuff. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let me make sure I'm broadcasting on the right thing. I get a little excited sometimes. Let me make sure my dashboard is right. Let's see. Come on in, guys. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yep, yep, we got it right. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Good morning. Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy, thankful Thursday. Uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful show lined up today. We have a great guest today. Uh, I'm excited to have her. Let's go, y'all. Get those notebooks out. Here we go. We're going to count down. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This is the last day that we celebrate Black Women's History Month. We got a great... <laughs> And some of my Hebrew classmates are in here. Uh, good morning, uh, Ms. Vanessa. Good morning, uh, Wilma. Good morning, Shalanda. Good morning, everybody. Listen, we don't have a lot of time with our uh, guest. So I told her we're just going to hop right into the interview. So without any further ado, <laughs> Ms. Melissa McClendon. Good morning, young lady. How you doing? Good morning. I'm doing doing wonderful. How are you? I listen. I told you in uh, pre-production the only way I could be better if I was a McClendon. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, for those people that don't know you, we met several years ago on Instagram. I inboxed her. Uh, she looks like Alicia Keys, and so that that got my attention. And how I, she ended up in my feet, I don't know. And I reached out to her and said, "Listen, if you need anything." I'm here for you. And, and we started talking because she had, a, she had a women's group. And she said, Dr. Sam, I really want to get you for the women's group. But that never materialized. But we had a working relationship. She's been my client. She's been following me a long time. And here we are. I love social media. So, Melissa, for those that don't know you, who is Melissa McClendon? Um, okay, I'm a lot of, I play a lot of different roles. I am um, business-wise. I'm a, a realtor. I've been a realtor for six and a half years. I'm co-owner of NOLA Home Realty Group um, that started in 2019. Um, so we now have 20 agents that work with our agency. So wow. I'm a business owner. Um, I'm a realtor, businesswoman. Um, I invest in real estate on my own. And I am a mother to two daughters. Um, I'm a daughter. Amen. And a sister and um, so many different things. But um, uh, I think today we're going to talk about being an entrepreneur. That's right. That's that. right. That is so good. So let me ask you this. So what got you into real estate? Because I'm, I'm dabbling in it myself, and I love it. I I, I love the aspect, uh, you know, we're looking at distressed property, and I love the aspect that people that flip property, they can take something that looks, like, awful 
and mm -hmm. turn that thing around and it's a beautiful home. So what got you into real estate? I have a funny story that got me into real estate. I actually kind of fell into real estate. So okay. I'm a big, I'm a big, big believer in purpose and um, allowing God to guide you. Amen. So I, I feel like God guided me into real estate because it was not on my radar. Right. Um, actually had gone through a divorce and was I owned my home and wanted a fresh start. I, I just, I said, wow. you know, my girls are getting older. I need something different. Tried to sell that house with a real estate agent. Okay. Um, it did not sell, but one thing that stood out to me is when I read her bio, wow. she used to be an attorney. And so I'm okay. like, why would an attorney go from being an attorney to being a real estate agent? And so that that intrigued me. Um, and and I was wondering, why would she want to switch careers like that? Because wow. I thought being an attorney would be so um, lucrative, right? Right. So when it didn't sell, my thoughts was, let me save some money, go get my real estate license so I can know everything, and then I can just sell it myself. How about that? So that, that is okay. why I went to real estate school. So, that um, is sell awesome. my house myself, um, which I never did. Um, and then my sister was looking for a house, and I helped her find that house. And I, I, when I got my check, I said, oh, wow. This can be, <laughs> You're like, okay. I said, this can be a okay. great thing. Yeah, at the time I was a single mom, so I said this can be great extra income. So I started doing it on the side. Okay. Um, and what happened is I was so good at it that it just my business started booming, and That's eventually awesome. I had to I had to start doing it full time. That is so awesome. Well, let me ask you this: So you said you started your your group, your realty group, in 2019. What pushed you? to kind of jump out on your own uh, because what was going on at the time? So why did you say, you know what? I really need to own my business. And, and, and that's another thing. I really do think that, that God guides, guides me, my, my, my path, because I wasn't looking for that. Oh, wow. I really wasn't. Um, the, my business partner came to me, came to me several times. And I said, no, a few times I wasn't ready. I was comfortable where I was and I wasn't, I didn't want to leave. Um, oh, I was loyal good. to it, a lot of different reasons, but she, the, I maybe the third or fourth time she came to me, this time she had it in writing, and she she gave me a proposal, um, and then I, I for the first time, I said, let me give it yeah. some thought, and when I took it home and thought about it, I said, this is not a bad deal, you know, okay. she's offering me ownership in a company, and so instead of me taking it on on my own, opening my own brokerage, I can do it with somebody, That's and then good. that way it's not all on me. That is um, good. That's, that's what made me jump into it. That you know what that is so good ownership. So so let me ask you this: What's been one of the greatest challenges since you've kind of you you got a partner and everything, and you guys are doing this thing? What has been one of your biggest challenges being a business owner? Um, just juggling so many roles. So okay, you know, I I, I have I'm a realtor, so I'm I'm juggling that role of my clients and. and paperwork and handling all that and then on the other side i have agents that depend on me for mentorship so they oh, call wow. me. um a lot of them are newer agents so they call me for experience they want me to walk them through everything they're dealing with right um and then on the other side is the business side of the business so um also making decisions um, right should we buy a property should we do this oh that's um, awesome do we, do we hire somebody so it's several different roles and just juggling those roles and try to be balanced um, with those roles, actually being a, having a, a personal life as well. That's awesome. Um, so it's, it's, it's difficult, but it can be done. And, and so talk to me. Talk to us. Update us on those two beautiful angels you got. You know, your daughters. 
I've, I've watched them grow up because when we first met, they were in high school and now they are college. They're in college now. And so how, how have you, and, and, and you need to speak to the ladies today. We're celebrating you guys It's black women's history month. So how, how did you, you juggle the kids and you juggle business and you juggle being a woman, you juggle a whole lot of things. How did you keep it all together? So, I mean, sometimes I look back on things and I'm amazed with myself. Um, I think, I, I think you have to have faith. That's right. I mean, I always have faith to know that I can do it. I, I, and I, I think a lot of it is talking to yourself, you know, because you have to be your biggest motivator. Right. Um, so I start my day off talking to myself. Amen. Prayer, um, meditation, and just getting myself together before I face the world. Um, Cause I feel like if I'm not together, I can't, I can't play any of these roles. That's good. Um, and yeah, my daughters are doing great. One's in college. She's about to go into her last year at Howard University. Wow. Um, she's also a licensed realtor. How about that? Daughter. Yeah. Youngest daughter is, is a sophomore in college and I'm amazed. Um, Cause I, you know, when you, when you're raising your children, you don't think that you're doing that great of a job. Right. You know, I was single mom. So I, I felt like they, I didn't, I, they didn't have the ideal situation, right? But um, it's I, I just think standing on your faith and just knowing, speaking life into your children, speaking life into your business. Um, <laughs> That's good. You know, you I feel like you have you can design what you want, but you have to speak life into it, and you have to believe that it's going to be that. Um, because sometimes the negative thoughts get in our head, and then we start thinking negative, we start plant, saying negative things, right? And it becomes that. Um, oh, and all the time, good. like I tell my daughters, life and death is in, in the power of your tongue. So yes. what you want, you can design it with faith and with the words that you speak and what you believe. This is it. good. That's good. I feel like it's, it, it's so powerful and so true. I've seen it so many times in my life. Amen. So so how did how did your, your business, your company, you, how did you guys weather the pandemic? Kind of talk us through that uh, for the last year. How do you guys weather that storm? Um, it's funny, like when the pandemic first happened, I would say, oh my goodness, let me go ahead on and see what kind of job I could get. Into. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, no, you did. I mean, I no, you did. I my table saying, well, I guess I'm going to get, because before I got into real estate, I was in oil and gas. So I guess I'm going to get back into that. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. But, so, so, you know, of course that doubt came in the beginning and I, I was like, oh my goodness. But right. then after the doubt came, the faith kicked in. Oh yeah. And I started thinking, okay. All right, this is tough. I don't. I've never experienced this before. Nobody. Hey, man, that's know. right. That's right. That's right. It. But what I can do is control what I do. So I started going so hard on social media. I started doing a lot of live videos. I started. Yep. Giving. I started keeping in contact with my clients more and more. So everything that I've done in the past is I did it ten times. That's good. Um, that's good. My business um, almost tripled last year. Really. So, my business, it, instead of slacking, which a lot of people's business slacked last year, my business just went through the roof because I put in so much effort on it. That, so, so talk to talk, talk to us. How did how did you um, position yourself in social media? What did you do anything really special, or you just did it more? I did it more. I okay. did. I mean, I would get on there and do live videos and just talk to people about. What oh wow, did. that's I awesome! Started talking about mental health. Okay. at the time, a lot of us were dealing with depression, anxiety with the pandemic. 
Um, so That's I right. got on there and started, I brought in other people to interview and talking about meditation, um, wow. keeping health together. Um, wow. So I was just constantly on there and giving people things of value. Not That's necessarily good. real estate, but just being out there and just, just, being just talking, for, you know, my voice. And sometimes just getting on there talking and talking about what we're dealing with, you know, getting out and encouraging people to get out and exercising and, and right. staying healthy during the Yeah. Um, and I think just being out there, that helped me mentally. That's right. Um, and it also helped um, me grow my social media presence and grow more clients. That is so awesome. Girl, I'm just so I'm so proud of you. I don't know what to do. I'm just just uh, appreciate you guys. I told y'all she sound like Alicia Keys, don't she? <laughs> we would get on our yeah yeah. We would get we would get on our our weekly call, and I say well, just just say good morning to me. She said, Doctor Sam, you so silly. <laughs> well, let me let me ask you this in the in the loud as the last few minutes of our interview. What what's next for you? Um, you you're here with your business and. And, and your business, she's done well over this last year. So so what have you and your partner talked about that's going to take the NOLA group to the next level? Um, right now, we're working on possibly buying a building that is bigger okay. so that we can have a capacity for more agents. Oh, wow. Um, myself, yeah, myself, I don't know if you watch anything I'm doing, but I'm, I'm migrating into more of a team. So I'm oh, that's I'm good. my next yeah, my next thing is just helping other agents kind of grow their business and working with them, mentorship, where that I'm good. not on the go as much, but I'm actually planting seeds in other agents' lives. Um, right. So that, that's the next path is, is, is that, helping other people. That's good. I, I love that. I love that. Um, Last couple of questions real quick. What would be some of your advice you give uh, business owners that are just starting out? They are transitioning. They have that nine to five, and now they're transitioning to a business owner. What's, uh, in the words of Melissa, if you wrote a book right now, what would be your top two things that's in your first two chapters of your book? Um, I would say uh, being consistent. You know, just sidebar faith, because you have to have faith. Um, you have to know that you can accomplish things, but oh, that's you good. have to be consistent with it. So if, if you, if you're going to do social media and let that be your platform, you have to consistently do it, even when you don't see the results. That's good. So, that's good. Yeah. Just being consistent every day, doing, working in your business, working hard on your business. So that may mean right now you have to work. 10, 12, whatever yeah. hours. Yeah, because, a day. because you work, we work harder now than when we have a nine to five. Right. And and that's okay, you know, because but you have to be consistent with that for now. Okay. Because that's gonna, good. you're gonna eventually you're gonna see the benefits where you can start hiring people to assist you. Wow. You don't have to work as hard, but right now you have to be consistent. Yeah, you gotta pay your dues, um, don't you? <laughs> you have to pay your dues. Um, so I would say being consistent is the number one thing. I, I see a lot of people they start on this and they do great and they just go so fast, but then they're not consistent with it if they don't get the results and then they kind of just leave it, leave it. And then you see them kind of fall off. So you have to right. stick with it. Um, so I would say that's number one. Right. Um, number two is just this being is disciplined and dedicated. I think Ooh, I, I'm taking be, notes. Have to be disciplined. Like I have to get up at a certain time in the morning. That's I right. can't sleep in. I have to make sure that I, I work out because that keeps me mentally strong. I have to make sure I, I keep my prayer life right. That keeps me strong. That's good. Um, I have to I have to follow up with my clients. I have to stick to a to-do list. 
Um, I, I have to go to bed at a certain time. <laughs> you know, there's so many different things I have to do because that's what keeps me going. But discipline is key. Um, and, and that's sometimes hard that's to good. do, you know. That's, of I course. Go, yeah, it's hard to do. I, I may want to sleep in a little bit. This morning I wanted to sleep in. <laughs> but I got up at 530 this morning that's before awesome. I had things to do. So. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. I'm so I'm so proud of you. So what's what, real quickly, what's the real estate climate like in New Orleans? I know your business is doing all right, but um, how, how's everything in the real estate industry in New Orleans? Is, is it the place to be? Talk to us. Yeah, so so I, I was think I, I'm actually thinking about doing a live on this, but I think okay. the real estate market is like the wild wild west right now. So oh wow, <laughs> yeah, unpack that a little bit. What do you mean? Market. What do you mean? Um, so it's a seller's market. So yep. if you are a seller, you are winning right now. Right. There's so many buyers in the market because the interest rates are still low. That's right. So if you put a pro- property on the market, you are going to have bidding wars nine times out of ten. That's right. Um, That's right. So. So for buyers, it's very difficult, and these buyers are going in strong. Oh They're yeah. Going in, I mean, you're competing against people that can maybe put up all cash, and, and so if if I'm fighting against the all cash offer, it's gonna be hard for me to win. I understand. Um, That's good. Yeah. That's good. I feel you on that. I feel you on that because in uh, doing wholesaling, we kind of see that as well. Um, you even get a premium price for a distressed property. Uh, sometimes, you know, and I'm, I'm so proud of you. You have, you have, you're just looking good and I'm just so, so <laughs> proud of you, Melissa. I, uh, and make sure you tell the girls I say hello too. I will. How, I will. how can, how can people follow you, uh, on social media? Where can we find you? I am on Instagram, uh, Melissa underscore McClendon. Uh, follow me. I, I love inspiring women because that's you know i love the men too but i i love inspiring women because i've been that woman that needed inspiration amen amen i try to keep my page um you know where where it's uplifting also i talk about real estate i talk about you know a lot of different things so follow me on instagram amen underscore mcclendon um i'm also on facebook melissa mcclendon uh realtor amen amen and so it's just so good to see you. So proud of you. I know you got to go. You're a busy, busy, busy lady. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. We thank wanted to you. celebrate you. you. Uh, thank you. And it's, it's just great to end our month uh, celebrating um, women uh, of color. And you just, we're just so proud of you. Well, listen, you go do your thing. And I appreciate you. And you need me. You I'm all you know. All you know, you already know if you need. Well, listen, get on out here. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, guys, we're going to run to a quick commercial. That was Miss Melissa McClendon. Um, Next month is um, Stress Awareness Month. So that's one of the things that we're going to be talking about next month. We're going to talk about motherhood and all that good stuff. And June, guys, June is going to be uh, the month we celebrate men. And the men are looking forward to that. Cause they were like, Dr. Sam, what about us? Dr. Sam, what about us? Well, and Jeremiah, you get ready. We're going to bring you on in June as well. Get, get ready, fellas. We're going to love on the fellas in June. But anyway, y'all hold tight. We'll be right back. Hey, now, if you'd like to donate today to the Dr. Walter Sam Show, please donate at Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Yes, that's Cash App, dollar sign, W-A-L-T-E-R-H. S-I-M-S. That's Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. 
Hey now, if you like to do. Guys, don't forget to go by my YouTube channel, DrWalterSims.tv. Hit that subscribe button and turn on that bell notification so you will know when I go live. Guys, guys, I'm shaking my head right now. You got one job. One job. That's all you got. You got one job. One job. Snooze crew. Hashtag snooze crew. Ted Cruz caught taking a nap during Biden's speech to Congress. You got one job. Thank you, Ms. Vanessa. You got one job. One job. Ms. Vanessa, we've all worked. We've all worked in, in, in corporate America. If you slept on your job, how long do you think you're going to keep that job? Uh, Kaylee, Mac, uh, Kaylee uh, McEnany tried to make a little, uh, she tried to throw shade on Biden's speech last night. So she said the old school iPhone cell phone ring bursting out and palpably audible during Biden's address is wholly fitting. And I simply said someone was trying to wake up snooze crews. <laughs> you got one job. That's so disrespectful. Thank you. That's so disrespectful. That is so disrespectful. That's why I'm just shaking my head. That is so disrespectful. Jeremiah and Ashland on Zoom school, they would get in trouble if they snooze while they're on the Zoom in class. You can't go to sleep on your job. Come on, man. You know people are watching you. But again, that's, that's that privilege. That's that, that hashtag white privilege. What, what if what if um, uh, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris was behind the president and she dozed off? Come on now. Come on now. But anyway, I digress. Let's go to my two Sometimes it seems like justice is slow. But remember last February 2020, three men indicted on federal hate crime charges in Ahmaud Aubrey's killing. You remember when the father, son, and friend, uh, it was uh, in Georgia, and they basically murdered Ahmaud Aubrey. They, I mean, he was jogging in the neighborhood. He stopped by a vacant property, was looking around, and they basically cornered him and killed him. And so now they've been indicted on federal hate crime charges. And here's a video to kind of summarize everything. Players. So three men have been charged with hate crimes and the death of Ahmaud Arbery. So Travis and Gregory McMichael and William Bryant have been charged with federal hate crimes and attempted kidnapping in the death of Ahmaud Arbery. Now all three of them had previously been charged with malice murder, felony murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, and criminal attempt to commit a felony. But now all three of their asses have been charged with federal and state crimes. Now one of their attorneys said that they are deeply disappointed in the Justice Department. There is absolutely nothing in the indictment that identifies how this is a federal hate crime and it ignores without apology that Georgia law allows a citizen to detain a person who is committing burglaries until the police arrive. Child, what a disgraceful ass statement and I'm ready for this to be taken to court and I will be watching. What they did to Ahmad Arbery is just egregious and they need to be prosecuted to the furthest extent of the law. I'm happy with the DOJ. Uh, I wanted to talk about this word again today. Believe. Accept something as true. 
I believe, and I'm a man of faith, so I believe that God has the final say. And that keeps me encouraged. And, and I left this up for, for, for emphasis today because many people have lost faith in America, for instance. And that's a great segue into um, America's Ready for a Takeoff. His speech last night was phenomenal. And he said, if you... If you want a sure bet, bet on America. And he said there were people that didn't think that we were going to make it. And when he started his speech, he said, Madam Secretary and Madam, or Madam Speaker, excuse me, Madam Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, and Madam Vice President. He said, I've been, I am the first president that has been able to say, Madam Speaker, and Madam Vice President. It's a history was made last night. And so he said, America is on the move again. And it was just great to listen to a man last night that is a man of character. And it may seem sometime that the rats are winning, but in the long, but at the end of the day, we know who wins. Amen. And I believe in doing the right thing. I believe that if you sow, you're going to reap. I believe if you sow good seeds, you're going to reap a good harvest. I believe in the heart of this country. I believe. And then Senator Tim Scott going to get up and say that America is not racist. I don't know what lens you're looking through. But yes, America is racist. But at the end of the day, Justice wins, democracy wins, and love wins. Oh, come on, somebody. Somebody needs to hear this today. I believe, I believe, I accept some things to be true. I believe in America. I believe in justice. I believe in God. I believe in fair treatment. I believe if you sow good seeds, you're going to reap a good harvest. I believe. I believe that at the end of the day, justice wins. I believe at the end of the day, good guys win. I believe at the end of the day, love wins. And I know sometimes it looks dark and it looks like the sun will never shine again. But I'm encouraged because after every storm, there's a rainbow. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. Come on, somebody. You feel me? And I'm encouraged today. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited, guys. And let me, Miss um, Vanessa J called me this morning. And we need to pray for the Jade family, the Jade, the Coleman family. Um, I got to talk to her uncle in a few moments. And let me just say this. Every man, and, and I may be chasing a rabbit right now. And, and let, let me bring Hoppy up here. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to preach a little bit. Let me chase a rabbit. Hey, man, what's up? Hey, little hoppy. Let me chase a rabbit. I just spoke about, and I got about four minutes. I just spoke about sowing good season. Jeremiah, you listen closely. You are going to reap what you sow. So if you get 
Jeremiah, if you go in the backyard and see apples and you get mad because you wanted tomatoes, don't get mad at the apples. Go to your container and see which seeds you sowed. Y'all, y'all, I, I need y'all to walk with me now. I need you to walk with me. Ms. Vanessa, Shalanda, Maddie, Wilma, Philip, Kay. Don't get mad at the harvest. Y'all heard me say this. Uh, Y'all heard me say this a thousand times. Don't get mad at the harvest. You can't get frustrated at, at the bed that you have made. You can't get mad at, at the at the yield that you have in the backyard in your garden. Miss Vanessa talk about Miss Vanessa has a green thumb. You can't get mad at those apples when you wanted tomatoes. You need to go back and check your container that you pulled those seeds out of. And, and it may have apple written on the container, but what seeds are on the inside of that container? And I'm saying this, and I hope y'all hear me well. You're going to reap what you sow. Somebody needs to hear this day. I'm chasing a rabbit because I believe, and I just spoke about it. I believe that you're going to reap what you sow. So somebody needs to know this today. You can't get mad at the apple orchard. If you go out in your field and you see apples and you wanted tomatoes, don't get mad at those beautiful red apples or green. You need to go back inside and look at the container you pull those seeds from. And you're going to find out that you planted apple seeds uh, when you wanted tomatoes. And I'm going to tell you right now, and you, I, don't care, I don't care your belief system. You need to know this. You're going to reap what you sow. Now, see, if you're not a, a man or woman of faith, you call it karma. And karma going to get paid. Oh, come on, somebody. You're going to reap what you sow. And I had to touch on this a little bit today because a lot of people are frustrated right now where they find themselves in life. And, and you, didn't, you didn't think about this when you were <laughs> young, dumb, and full of, you know, the rest. <laughs> You full of uh, a piss and vinegar. You know how when you're young, 20, 21, 22 years old, and you can run through a brick wall and still keep going. A lot, a lot of people are mad right now. They're mad at they're mad at God, mad at the devil. Uh-uh. What have I taught about? You got the power of choice. And and people talking about, well, well, God ain't no good God. Oh, that's why I'm an atheist. Cause, Cause look at how God has set this up. Look at the shape the world is in. But we have the power of choice. God could have set us up where all we could do is choose good. Somebody be mad at that. Somebody be mad. Well, God, you know, he's a mean God. He didn't give me no right to choose. I don't want him. I don't want to serve him. Why didn't he let me choose whether or not I want to serve? See, even God can't please some folks. But I hope you hear me well right now. You are going to reap what you sow. And Ms. Vanessa, Ms. Vanessa can echo this. Ms. Vanessa can echo this and Ms. Vanessa can, can stamp this because she has a green thumb. And I've seen her garden firsthand. The times that I visited her in Detroit, Ms. Vanessa, it, it, I'm on my way. I'm coming to Detroit soon. As soon as we get a little bit more clearance, I'm on my way. 
You hear me, Jeremiah? And that's why when we see a report card, the report card gonna tell the story. Because if you if you so good study habits, if you do your homework, you're gonna get a re good report card. I, I gotta study now. I'm, I'm taking Hebrew. I got to study. Okay? But I want y'all to hear me. If you don't hear me say anything else this whole month, as long as I've had my show, you're going to reap what you sow. And, and I don't care. I don't care. I don't care who and what you believe in. Now, you don't have to believe me. You don't have to believe in anything. You can walk around and say, I don't believe in nothing. Okay, that's fine. But you're going to reap what you sow. Now, you can take that to the bank. Now, I don't care who and what you believe in. You can take that to the bank. You're going to reap what you sow. You can't, you can't plant potatoes and get collard greens. Amen, webcam. That, that's just in my spirit right now. Because I get, I get aggravated when I hear some people talk, well, I don't believe in this, and I don't believe in that. I don't believe in this. Well, that's fine. Oh, okay. But you're going to reap what you sow. Trust. Write this in your notes, Jeremiah. Write this in your notes, Ms. Vanessa and Wilma. Write this in your notes. You cannot reap something from nothing. Hashtag Dr. Sims. Put that in your notes. You cannot reap something from nothing. That's a t-shirt, right? You cannot reap something from nothing. You're going to reap what you sow. You can believe that. Guys, we got to get out of here. You're going to reap what you sow. That, come on. <laughs> come on, somebody. Let me play this last video, and I'm, I, I got to get out of here. You're going to reap what you sow. Hey, Liz, how has it been to have me as your life coach? It's been a life-changing experience, honestly, Dr. Sims. Since I first met you on Periscope um, or watched you, um, you always brought a smile to my to my life and helped me through the darkest times and, and helped me learn the methods that would improve my life. I've, I've had a lot of um, issues over the years with, you know, a mental health issues, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, things like that. And I've, I've worked with so many different people, uh, psychologists, psychiatrists, you know, and there's nothing that's been more impactful and made a difference in my life than your coaching has. Oh, thank you. Do you suggest that people that need a life coach reach out to me? Yes. Like I said, I, I hit so many dead ends working with psychologists and, and, and even like different, you know, co cognitive therapy, you know, different types of techniques. And I have not seen any results from all of that work in over so many years until I finally started working with you. And it's changed my life. Amen. Thank you. Hey, Liz, what would you say the biggest thing that you have learned working with a life coach? The biggest thing is to be honest. You have to trust your life coach 100%. And that means being honest with him or them and yourself. And you have to do the homework. No one's going to change it for you. They're there to guide you. They're your coach. They will show you the way. It's up to you to make the change and be honest and trust yourself, trust your coach, and trust the process. Did I ever tell you what to do? No. No. You have you helped me come to the realization on my own and guided me in a way that made me feel comfortable with the decision and knowing what I have to do inside myself. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Liz. Thank you.
Hey, now, if you'd like to donate today to the Dr. Walter Sims Show, please donate at Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims. Yes, that's Cash App, dollar sign, W-A-L-T-E-R-H-S-I-M-S. That's Cash App, dollar sign, Walter H. Sims.